Welcome to Jets Rewind. This is Marty Shupak. I'm in Valley Cottage, New York. I'm joined by my two good friends and co-hosts, Ray Clifford, who's out in Marysville, Ohio, Ralph Sharega, who's in Belmont, Mass. And uh, we are about 24 hours from the draft, which all Jet fans, if you listen to them, it's like they won the Super Bowl already. Well, it is our Super Bowl every year. And <laughs> this year, we finally won it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's either us or Baltimore or yeah. Philly. Well, yeah. a lot, a lot, there are a lot, a lot of teams that are good because a, a lot of teams have multiple first. Yeah. 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 Giants it, draft was really good. I guess we can't put the Patriots up there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody called in the talk show and said they swear Belichick is sabotaging the organization for some reason. Because when he leaves, they'll be terrible and they'll go, Bill. <laughs> He was the best. Nobody can replace him. All right. Bill will go down to Tampa and take over down. Well, they picked a quarterback. This kid from Western Kentucky, I think, broke all Mike White's records. Uh, <laughs> very, very productive. Bailey Zapp. He's not bad. Uh, broke all of the, Burroughs' let, records. Yeah. Let me read the picks. I, all Jet fans have heard a million times. Number one, uh, four overall, overall, Source Gardner, cornerback, Cincinnati. Number one, first round, 10th overall, Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, Ohio State. They move back in and in the 26th pick, first round, Jermaine Johnson, the edge from Florida State. And then their first pick, they moved up in the second round, number 36, Brees Hall, the running back, gifted running back from Iowa State. Third round, 101 overall uh, from Lindenhurst, Long Island, Jeremy Ruckett tight end from Ohio State. And in the fourth round, number 111 overall, Max Mitchell, offensive tackle, Louisiana. And our last pick uh, in the fourth round, number 117 overall, Michael Clemens in edge, uh, pass rusher, Texas A&M. I actually find him very interesting too, guys. He's he's older, but we'll get into that in a minute. I got, you know, a lot of their... Uh... Free agent signings are 24 and 25. That, <laughs> it seems to be a pattern this year. Yeah, so I'd like a quick reaction from each of you, and then we'll get into each play in depth. Ralph, why don't you start, and then, Ray, you'll give us your two cents. Well, I don't know how you can't like this as a Jet fan. I mean, I've been following their drafts for how many, 50 years, and I, I never had so much fun and <laughs> satisfaction with a draft. Um you know, I think Douglas did a great job, and I think there was a little luck involved with both uh, Johnson and Brees Hall. He was actually going to trade back into the uh, first to get Brees Hall, which would have been another four pick for the Jets, the only team they ever do it the one time. Uh, and in, in both cases, you know, the guys, the, those guys fell. And I mean, the more film I watch of Brees Hall, the more I love this guy. He is he is much better than I realized. He's an electric player. Um and, uh, you know, you know, it's funny when you want to do it like when uh, their, their third round pick was coming up, I was thinking Channing Tyndall, Channing Tyndall. And when they pick Rucker, you know, that always bums me out because I had, and especially because Tyndall went on the next pick. So now we're going to have to watch him right next year, like Trey Smith and keep an eye on him. I, but Rucker's a nice player. He's a good football player. It's just that, I, yeah, but I just, you know, I didn't feel like, I felt like they should go for a need that was more urgent uh, but uh, I'm sure down the line, he's going to be excellent. Uh, right. And don't forget, Ralph, the way the um, Jets and Joe Douglas structure these free agent contracts, they're really not that long. They're like one, two or three years. 
And I'm not sure if the Jets have the option or whatever, but you know, a lot yeah. of free agent contracts are true quick. I don't know what the specifics are on those two guys. I, the, I don't either. The two yeah. tight ends too, but we'll have to see. Uh, and Ralph, what were your thoughts about the last two picks? Anything on Max Mitchell and Michael Clemens? Well, I was very excited. I, I, Mitchell was one of the guys I was looking at when their pick was coming up. I really wanted them to get some t- offensive line depth, so I'm very pleased with that pick. Um, and the other guy, I was not on my radar. I have to admit, I did not know anything about him. Uh, he's an interesting guy. He's an intimidating guy. I don't know if you've seen uh, interviews with him. I saw his last game as a, as a collegian was against LSU. He got four sacks in that game and they, they lost the game like in the last seconds. And he's showing a press conference with him afterwards because he had such a great game. And boy, is he in a surly mood. <laughs> really, it was like, because he, he was pissed because they lost the game, which is a good sign, you know, because he had a great yeah. game and yeah. didn't matter. I like it. Uh, Ralph, did they play uh, Alabama? Uh, yes, I believe they, yeah. they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They beat Alabama. They yeah, they beat Alabama. Alabama this year. Yeah. Because yeah. And I, I he he did some he did some good stuff. In well, that game, I'll tell you, know? you why. I, I heard uh, <laughs> another um, one of the uh, experts saying he was watching that game to scout his teammate. What's his name? Neil. Yeah. And he said well, he kept seeing this guy like shooting yeah. up there, and he said he thought Clemens was the best player on the field in that game. Yeah, he, he, he had some nice plays in that game. I remember watching uh, clips. Uh, yeah, now he has some baggage off the field. Yeah. And he's 25 years old. I'm just curious, Ray, if this guy was 22 and he was clean, you think he would have been a fourth-round pick? No. <laughs> you know, Ray. No, but I don't know that he would have shot up real high, but he probably would have gone up at least a round, you know, maybe, maybe two. I don't think he would have been a first-rounder. But because, I mean, he uh, he plays well, but he uh, he has some uh, deficiencies, at least what I was reading about him, because I, you know, I didn't start reading about him until he was drafted either, Ralph. So I wasn't sure a lot about him. But what I read, you know, he's got some limitations, but I think, you know, that definitely played a part in how far he dropped. Don't forget, uh, Mike, uh, uh, Robert Salad doesn't like playing guys. Uh, up front on defense, like more than 60% of the plays for uh, going into a whole year. He's such a big believer in the uh, rotating the players. Uh, Ray, what are your thoughts? Uh, any quick thoughts on the other players? On the, uh, the Jets drafted. The, just in general or the last two? Uh, in general. Garner, uh, well, you know, like everybody else, I think that was a great draft. I mean, you know, I had – I don't know if I would have gone for uh, Gardner or, or one of the two tackles, but I had no problem with him going for Gardner um, because it, he definitely wasn't going to be around at 10. So if they really, if that's who they were high on, I'm, I'm all for it. I, I had no issues with that. I wasn't, I remember when we did our mock, I wasn't big on Johnson at 10, but boy, at 26, I was, you know, like, I couldn't believe he was still there. And, and, you know, I don't, I think I started around the time they said they were trying to trade up, which, you know, we don't know that, but I'm going, why aren't you trying to get up here and get the guy now? And then they said they had been trying since pick 15, I think they said, or so to try and trade up and he was still there by 26. I think that was, you know, as far as I'm concerned, that was the biggest steal of the draft 
because there was nothing, you know, there were no injuries or anything that pushed him down. Why he dropped that far, I don't know, but man, am I thankful. Um, <clears throat> as far as the last, you know, the end of the draft, I loved everything. What about Brees Hall? How'd you like? Oh, I'm same as Ralph. And, and I saw him play a couple of times. I, I liked him, but you know, I didn't, I didn't see him every week. I wasn't paying attention to him, but boy, he's, he's a, I, I think a great fit for our offense. So him and, and I think Jeremy Ruckert's going to turn into more than people realize because on Ohio state, they didn't need him to be a receiver so much, but he's, he's actually a pretty good receiver too. He's not just a blocker. So I think with time, he's going to turn out to be a, 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 a anchor for that, for that offense. So I thought that was a really good pick too. Um, I have no problem with any of that. The last two, you know, I, I don't have a problem with them. And, but personally, I, I, I would have liked to seen them maybe try and trade up and grab somebody. And I had somebody in mind I'll ask you guys about later, but, um, but you know, the Max Mitchell depth, I, I don't think he's uh, I don't think he'll ever be like a, a starter or not a full-time starter unless we have a bunch of injuries, but uh, uh, Clemens, he, he looks like he's got some potential to be a, to be a good, uh, good part of the rotation on the defense. So I, I, I thought that was a decent pick too. Okay. Um, I, I feel the same way, like old Jack fans. And if you look at it, their first four picks, uh, three of them, and some people even had the fourth, um, Jermaine Johnson were like the best at their position, yep. which is pretty yep. interesting. It never happens to the Jets like that. So I, I think that was terrific. Uh, I love the first pick. I wasn't a believer in it. I never thought they'd do it till the last month. And the more I read, uh, the more I kind of liked it, especially with all the maneuvering with quarterbacks and wide receivers and the way the AFC East is, is really uh, shaping up. The Garrett Wilson, I love. I mean, uh, Ray knows I love all those Ohio State receivers. I would have loved uh, Jameson Williams, but the way the Jets are, it's like he got to produce for us yesterday. I couldn't take a chance. I didn't want them to take a chance to wait till October, November. He might very well be ready opening day. I happen to think, and I mentioned before, in that injury, you have to recover physically and psychologically. And a lot of times, psychologically, it could take more than a year. Jermaine Johnson, I thought, was a great pick. <clears throat> the only knock on him was, like they were saying, like a one-year wonder. But I think that was dispelled. I mean, he was a pretty dominating player. And what I like about him, <clears throat> he was a four-down, I'm sorry, three-down player. And, and hopefully he could give us three downs eventually. So I thought it was a home run. And Brees Hall, everything about him I liked. The only thing I'm not sure of, and maybe you guys know, how is he as a pass blocker? Yeah, that's, that's the one question. I've heard some people say he's good. I've heard some people say he needs work. So that's, that's something we'll have to find out, actually, when we watch him. But, yeah, other than that, he checks every box. Um, you know, Mario, and, and that can be coached. I mean, that, that's that's something it might take him a little bit of time, but I'm not sure Michael Carter was a great pass blocker at the beginning of last year, but he was on the field for pretty much everything by the end. So, Marty, about this whole one year wonder nonsense, I'm sorry, you know, I hate that whole narrative because there are so many players that disprove it. Like TJ Watt, until his last year in college, never had a right. sack. 
Okay. Uh, he, he was not bad in Georgia. I saw this great long interview he had with Chris Sims, uh, Jermaine Johnson. He said he was, uh, they were playing him at the Sam and he felt that he had more to offer than that. And, uh, tell, you know, tell, tell the Jet Rewind fans, what is the Sam? Well, it's a strong side backer. So he has to take on the, uh, the tight end and he's not going to, so he's not getting any sacks or tackles for loss necessarily. And he felt that that was his strength. Um, There's an interesting thing though, in his sophomore, his second year at Georgia, which was the second to last year, he and Trayvon Walker both played seven games and probably neither of them played every snap. And still he managed to get four sacks and Walker got one. So he, he, he finds a way to produce. I'll tell you an inter- another interesting thing he said. Uh, Chris Sims asked him who the toughest uh, lineman he went up against, and he says it was Icky. And he's sort of like hesitating. He goes, no, it was Andrew Thomas in, at, in practice at Georgia. He said, I watched film on Icky, and I, I saw things I could do to him, you know? So it was kind of interesting. Uh, and I'm thinking, wow, maybe it's good we didn't take Icky after all as a defense, uh, as an offensive tackle. <laughs> right. Okay. And um... – the Jeremy Ruckett, I like better, I think, uh, than both of you guys. I just love this guy. I thought he was underrated and underutilized as a receiver, which is obvious why, because, you know, they're turning in, they're like Alabama, they're like a wide receiver machine. No, nothing about uh, Max Mitchell. Um, I saw he had a very good, I believe it was a run rating in um, PFF, very, very high. Okay, and then Michael Clemens, I'm intrigued by. He just sounds like a mean dude. I like having mean dudes on my team. So yeah, I, he's intense, and that's what you want on your defensive yeah. ends. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Ralph, um, I know this is a little bit late, but did you have a trivia question? Yeah, I had a quick trivia question because okay, they were almost almost did their four first rounders. The you ready, they, Ray? Yeah, Ray, you're gonna get this one. The year they had four first rounders. They didn't have a second round pick, but they did have a third round pick who turned out to be a good player. Do you remember who that was? Yeah, I do. I forgot his name, the uh, Lavernius Coles. Right, yeah. Who who had baggage, by the way. Remember? Yes, he, he did, which he, is he why did. he dropped. It's why he dropped and it never and it was never an issue because he grew up, you know, no. and he was he became a good uh, citizen. Uh, well, I'm not even sure he did what he got in trouble for. I think right. Yeah. Some people say he took the he took the fall for uh what's his name? Was Warwick uh, Dunn? Peter Warwick. Who went, to the, who went to the Bengals at number what one or two or three somewhere? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, which which is interesting. I always was a really good jet. Yeah, it was. Uh, all right, so Ralph, that's the trivia question. And yeah, let me just read the um, undrafted free agents, and uh, I wanted to ask you both. Who's that receiver that was incredible from Clemson? Then he got hurt. What's his Justin name? Ross. Justin Ross. He still has not been signed. No, something's very so serious. He didn't even get picked. I didn't yeah. even. I, no, you know, he, I didn't he hasn't get... been signed as a free agent yet, Ray. There's yeah. something something seriously wrong with him something physically. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, a shame, really. So. He was some player when he was a freshman. Anyway, undrafted free agents. Uh, a safety from Illinois, Tony Adams. They signed. Ken State wide receiver. His name is uh, Keyshawn Abram. Yeah, spelled differently. Uh, yeah, and then they signed a uh, defensive lineman from Coastal Carolina, C.J. Brewer. 
they signed a receiver. He went to Penn State, Irvin Charles, but actually he didn't play that much. They went to another school uh, after that. And uh, they signed, um, ba, 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 ba. let's see. EQ Thomas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. here's one for you, Ralph. And Ray, yeah. you love this. A wide receiver from North Carolina A&T, Ron Hunt. Right, yeah. Tough well, guy. If, he, if he's half as tough as Ron Hunt, right. the baseball and, player, and, he would be And also from good. North Carolina State, Zonovan Bam Knight. Yeah. Running back. And he's also, anyway, is, Bam Cunningham, we're, we're in good shape. But he's not that big. And this is the <laughs> one of the intriguing right. guys. And then I'm, Ralph has a little uh, information on a couple of plays, but Middle Tennessee State linebacker D.Q. Thomas, which I love that name. Right. Beside him, and what's he's the heir to the Dairy Queen fortune? <laughs> they gave him a hundred and thirty thousand yeah. guarantee. So he's going to be around. That shows yeah. that he was in some sort of in demand. So I yeah. think he might make the squad. We'll have to see. Also, they signed Savian Williams. Uh, I don't know what he. I don't know what position he is. He's from uh, Florida, a defensive lineman. Defensive, yeah. Yeah, and I think exactly. that's it. So, Ralph, could you, for our fans and for Ray well, and myself, could you shed some light on? Yeah, I mean, I say the three I think that have the best chance of sticking are DQ Thomas. Obviously, they're giving him the money. Like I told you guys before we started the show, I just watched the clip of him picking off Malik Willis. So it was a nice play. You know, he's a he's a linebacker who's the – like about 6'2", 215, that's, that's Salas type of linebacker. And, you know, I think there are, there are spots there to be taken. I mean, I, I, apparently Salah probably still believes in Jamie and Sherwood and, and, and Nasrul Dean. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, if one of those guys makes it, I would be ecstatic, you know? I, I just want to interrupt you, Ralph. I don't know if it's just me. I think they're going into this. I think they're really they're overrating the linebacker situation. Yeah, I have. A I really, feeling, you know, yeah. I could be wrong, but I I think their linebacker is going to be awful unless well, they unless, unless they find something. Uh, you know, I mean, what Douglas was saying the other day was what they keep an eye on now is teams that like say drafted a linebacker, and they know they have linebackers there and they don't want to pay them. So they, they, they keep an eye on that. And they, they, so he, he, you know, they, they might be able to get something, but I agree with you. I don't think their linebackers are, are very strong right now, which is why I think this guy has a shot making the team. Um, Bam Knight, which is his real name is Zonovan Bam Knight. He's, he was an NC state. You know, he's a typical size, 5'11", 215. He looks like a good runner. Uh, his measurables were not great, which is probably what cost him getting drafted. But we know that that doesn't necessarily mean anything. He looks like he can play. Maybe he'll bump P. Ryan from the roster. I don't know. Well, P. Ryan's not going to be back. <laughs> no, that, that, that's a it's given. Like, he's like the cat came uh, back, right? It's Who's the other guy? That well, Ty Johnson, I think. I don't think he's going to come back either. Uh, yeah, well, because he's he's got the dropsies. And, yeah, he uh, had that one and a half games where he, he was like uh, – Butterfingers. I never saw. So yeah. So there's a shot for uh, right. uh, Bam, whatever them. Tony Adams thought he might get drafted. You know, he played alongside Kirby Joseph, who a lot of people mocked to the Jets. You know, he's a safety. He actually played cornerback this year at Illinois. But I think if the Jets had take, if he makes the Jets, it would be as a safety. Uh, and he had some production his years in college. So we'll have to see on him too. That's about all I have That's right it. now. Okay. Yeah. 
All right, Ray, any thoughts on any of those guys? Or uh... um, Well, the, the linebacker sounds kind of like, wasn't uh, London Fletcher kind of undersized like that? So he sounds maybe like he's kind of like the mobile linebacker, like a London Fletcher or, or someone like that. But um, Fletcher was even shorter, yeah. Yeah, he, he wasn't. But, but he, he was stockier. More yeah. stout, yeah. Um, no, I mean, to me, when you're when you're bringing them in as undrafted, then it's always a flyer. So if one if one sticks, you know, even if it's a practice squad where we can develop them, that's fine. But you know, no nobody had me overly excited. But uh, that might be a good point for me to. I, I told you guys I have a what if or yeah. would you? What if you ask? Because then I have a couple of questions that came across. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I, I was looking at you know one of the things you know I'm not upset with any of the draft, but I, I wouldn't have been upset either if he'd have traded those last two picks and moved back up into the third for somebody. And so I was looking at guys who went earlier in the third and, and the draft chart and comparing and what might've, uh, and it depends on, there's also different draft charts. So everybody goes by different ones or three main ones they go by. And the draft tech one, I always find the most accurate actually. The, uh, the Jimmy Johnson one is what a lot of people quote yeah. had him the highest, but then there's one by a guy named Rich Hill. And then there's one by one called, uh, I think it's uh, not actual value, but uh, something like actual value chart or something like that. But, and those two would have fit for the, would you have traded those last two picks to move up? a spot ahead of Philly and grab N'Kobe Dean. I would have. I, I think given the guy a year to get better, to me, everything I read about the guy, I, I think he could be somebody who could be a difference maker. And you're talking about a stud in the third round. I, I would have done it too. I was all, every pick I was screaming his name and look, yeah, I know he may have been injured. He was like my favorite player. It was never really. A, when, when would you have taken him, Marty? You, you wouldn't have been taken with the pick that you got the running back, and after that, they didn't have another pick uh, until. Well, that's Rock, what I'm saying. Rucker. Those oh, last two He's picks, if you if trade it up, you'd what? be one ahead of Philly. He was picked in what the fourth round or the third? Third, third, eighty-three. What yeah. number from Philly? Eighty-three. All right, so Ray is saying if you yeah, I understand. So you're saying both those fourth so, round picks would have equaled that pick. The, both the, those last two picks, if yeah. you put them together, would have on the not on the Jimmy Johnson chart, but on the other two would have yeah. put you at eighty. Let, let me let me just say this: it, unless something came out or the the medicals were so bad and so questionable, and like if he had like a Dwayne Robertson bone on bone on two knees, it was something that we don't know about. But other than that, I, that guy is a tremendous ball player. Really well, by the way, Harry, you know, I, Harry, uh, Ro, Howie Roseman, uh, they, were, they were talking on the uh, on Sirius on the NFL Network as I was driving into work this morning, and and he says he'll be ready to go at the at the start of training camp. So they all, they all we'll see. see. I, I, they, I heard Mackay Beckton was going to be out four or five weeks. Well, I'm just saying, you know, I, we've they, had. I've heard also, like Ralph said, that he'd be out for the year. So. Maybe he's not out for the whole year. Maybe he is. I mean, I don't know. But I'd still have made the trade even if he was out for a year. So would I. Ralph, I don't think you would have, would you? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I might have. I might have. I, I, make, I, 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 I just, some of the guys I, make a fair point that, I just you know, how much is he uh, – he, uh, um, did he benefit from that team he was on? Well, so, you know, some, yeah, some people actually had him slipping even before they knew about the injury because they right. felt – 
He was undersized. Right. Um, I don't know. You know, I don't think he's a, a lock star, but I think, you know, he, I think the Jets are going to have to address linebacker next year. Uh, early. early. Uh, Supposedly he'll be gone after this yeah. last day re. You know, I wanted to bring up something quickly that I heard Salas say, which I found really revealing. I don't know if he, he regrets saying it or not, but he's, <laughs> He said that to uh, uh, what's her name, Janae Coakley, yeah. uh, that uh, if if Atlanta had taken Wilson instead of London, they would have taken Jermaine Johnson at ten. I heard that too. Wow, which is fascinating. It uh, really is fascinating. <clears throat> to me, that's telling me that they would have taken. Hall would have been twenty six. No, no, they would have taken a no. I think they would have moved back up for a receiver the way the, re the run on receivers was going in the first round. Maybe. So I, I don't know who they well, would have Well, that would have changed a lot of dynamics. Everything. Yeah. It would have changed a lot. Yeah. But, but yeah. I like the thinking because I agree with them. I, I really like Wilson, and I was very hesitant about London, mainly because I just think that he's going to get beaten up very early in his career the way he plays. Uh, I was surprised Atlanta took him after taking Pitts last year who's a real big guy I figured they'd go with a speed guy over the top but yeah. uh thank goodness it worked out this way it worked huh? out <laughs> it worked out well all right quickly uh which drafted player do you think is going to have the biggest impact in the 2022 football season the upcoming season uh ray why don't you start then ralph then i'll go you can pick the same player it doesn't matter right mm -hmm. Um, well, I, I want to say Wilson, but I, you know, to me, part of the problem with that is, is our line going to hold up and are we going to actually protect him and, and be able to do the stuff that the, the whole idea of drafting Wilson will allow us to do, which is a lot of the, the deep game and things that will take a little protection back there for Zach to be able to make things. Now he can do a lot of things. It doesn't all have to be long passes, but a lot of what makes him dynamic is that speed and he's got to have time to get down the field. I think it's actually going to be Brees Hall. I really think he's going to, you know, by the time the season's over, I won't be surprised if him and uh, Michael Carter are pretty much splitting reps almost evenly. Um, I like Michael Carter, but, but Brees Hall, you know, cause it, being the receiver that they, they talk about and everything, I think he could be a very, and if, you know, if his blocking is either improved or better than everybody's saying, then, you know, he'll be on the field at big times and he can make a difference. Ralph? I think it's definitely going to be Brees Hall. And for a couple of reasons. One is because of the nature of the position. Running backs usually hit the ground running, no pun intended. They, <laughs> they don't really have a transition in the NFL. Usually you get your best years out of your first three and the other is that I just think he's extremely talented and I think right off the bat he's going to be the number one running back I don't think Carter is I think Carter will be his and it's funny because he reminds me a little of Javante Williams Carter's running mate in, in uh although I think this guy is a little more dangerous in space they both North Carolina have, right yeah um and he got picked around the same time early second round so I, de I definitely feel like Brees Hall because I, I know that the Jets philosophy is going to be one. If we can establish the run, we're going to go with the run, which is fine with me because I think it's going to be a quarterback's best friend is having a good running game. I think the same thing. I mean, I'm going to make it a sweep. I think it's Brees Hall. If you remember, uh, hopefully it's not a trend, but Michael Carter got nipped up a couple of times. He sat out. I, I think he's uh, 
a lot of fun. I think he's he's an asset to the team. But I think what Brees Hall gives to this organization and this team is uh, really much better. And I, Ray, I'm sorry to say, I think they might be – you're going to see the uh, snaps by the end of the year, unless one of them is injured, it's going to be mostly Brees Hall. That's what I'm that's what I'm thinking. You know, I could be wrong. You know, if, if that's you know, if that's yeah. what works, I'm all for it. And keep in mind too, and there's this year everything falls on Zach Wilson's shoulders. There's no excuses this year. And he's gonna use uh, Brees Hall too as kind of like a safety valve also, running and passing. But really, um, with Brees Hall and with the tight ends with the situation. And I know I'm digressing a little, I'm talking a little bit about Zach Wilson. I want your reaction too, but he should work wonders with the play action pass, especially to the tight ends too. So I expect a lot from Zach Wilson. And again, full disclosure, I wanted nothing to do with him after like eight or nine games, but I like what I saw the last five games. So Ray, how do you think this draft is going to affect Zach Wilson? Well, I think, uh, and and it's kind of going back to Ralph's comment about they want to run the ball. I think it all comes down to the offensive line. Are they able to create some holes and let us run the ball? Are they able to protect Zach? And, and uh, I like what we did in free agency with the line. I, you know, I hope Max Mitchell becomes a good, somebody who can back up pretty much anybody if needed, but, um, but, that's my going to always be my concern. Did we do enough to, to get the line shored up? I think it's going to be improved over last year, but then again, is, was Fant, uh, Fant had injury issues before. So is Fant going to hold up? Is Fant going to be solid like he was last year? Is Becton going to be on the field more than two or three plays, you know? So there are a lot of question marks with the offensive line for me and, and how it'll perform but I think if they do, you know, create some holes for the runners and, and protect Zach, I think that our, you know, that we can be very, uh, our offense could be very successful this year. So I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic. Ralph, as we enter the fourth quarter, what's your uh, feeling about how it's going to affect Zach Wilson? Well, I, I agree with Ray that, you know, the offensive line still makes me a little nervous because of Beckton. Uh, I feel like they're going to, they're going to get more, they're going to sign someone between now and then. Yes. Um, they have to. And um, I want to get into that as soon as we're yeah. done. Uh, and I agree that, you know, Wilson this year has got to, has got to lift this game a lot, but I keep hearing everyone say the Jets success depends on Wilson. And, you know, to me, the most important guy is Salah. The head coach is everything. And we really, we all love Salah, but we don't know yet if he's a really good NFL coach. And we're going to find out a lot this year. Last year, he was a rookie, and we're going to, we cut him some slack. This year, I, I, you know, I'm hoping, I'm thinking, but if he is, then I think everything else will fall into place. You know, he's such a nice guy, and players love him so much. You worry about that. You know, we had that issue with Pete Carroll. He was too buddy-buddy with the players. He seemed to have fixed that whole thing uh, at college at USC. But uh, like I said, I, I think it's I think it's Sal and Wilson and the offensive line. That's that's where the rubber meets the road because they have they have so much else and offensively. There, it's like cosmetic surgery. He uh, Douglas did on this team this year. It's amazing. 
I, I like Sal. I, I, I like the fact that he recognized last year, uh, starter from the year before, he, he probably went into Joe Dudley. He said, we can't play with this Bless Austin. He's just not good. I don't know wh why they keep it. He's not, he's not afraid to do things to make the team better. Mm -hmm. All right. He wasn't afraid to come out and say, uh, the competition is open now at left tackle. That's what, that's what I like about it. I know yeah, okay. he's like a nice guy, but I, I think he's got a toughness about him. And when we were all screaming for Denzel Mims, he refused to play him. And it turns out he was right about that too. Good. Oh, those and, are good points. Yeah. yeah. So I think I, I, I'm really happy with this guy, but you got to start winning games. Right. Yeah. If you don't win games, you could be the best coach in the world, whatever, you know, you, you, you have to win games. Yeah. The, uh, I'm going to be going nuts if they start out 0-3 or 0-4. Yeah, I don't, know what this, I don't know what their schedule is. We're going to uh, find that like in yeah. about 10 days. But, yeah, but, I mean, I think a minimum of seven, I think, we would oh, – uh, I want minimum. nine. I want nine games. Well, I, I, do, I, do, I do too, but if they, go, if they go seven and ten and they're, and, and they're not blown out in any games, right. they're playing competitive football, right. I think that's a good step. I, I'm, but, trying, I'm trying to compare, like, Zach Wilson – to Josh Allen, with the fact that Josh Allen yeah. had such a rough time his first year. He wasn't great his second year either. He made a little bit of a jump. A little he bit. A well, and I expect year. Wilson will too. If he doesn't, that's, that's you know. But uh, he was nothing great his right. second year. And the third he, year was the when everything was. The third year is when you really yeah. tell. Quickly, um, and we have a few minutes left. I, I agree with, uh, I don't know if Ray said or you said, they're going to sign someone. I think they're going to sign a veteran, no, offensive lineman, defensive yeah. lineman. They're I was good. looking at the list. I assume they're all still available. I'm just going to read five names and tell me who you like. Nate Soldier, uh, 34 years old. Uh -huh. Wayne Brown, 36 from Seattle. Brian Balaga, uh, 33 from uh, the Chargers. Eric Fisher. Charges, Ralph. We got to stay away from those guys. <laughs> Eric Fisher. Yeah, they get rid of getting rid of whoever. Yeah. Along, was once a very good football player. Thir at least, yeah. yeah, thirty-one from Indianapolis. <laughs> Darren Williams. I guess he's not signed. Twenty-nine from Buffalo. Out of those five, who do you like? Uh, who's the fourth one? I, I didn't catch. Uh, Eric Fisher. Eric Fisher. How old is he now? Thirty-one. Uh, I don't know, you know, you know, I don't know what the health is of some of these guys. I know Fisher's had health problems. Uh, you know, I'd be, I'd be happy with it. either of the last two would uh, probably be most interesting ones Williams for me. Fisher. I, I wouldn't mind Nate Soldier. I know he didn't do great. With really, him. with the uh, he yeah, got the torched. It, what'd you say, Ray? He got torched last he year. <laughs> he did. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe change the scenery. Who would you like, Ray? Well, and again, it comes down to health. I'm not sure why Brian Bulaga is available other than maybe he, because I know he, he was out for a stretch. I kind of always liked him, but I'm not sure about his uh, health either, but that would be the one, the main one that I'd well, look at. I'll, I'll read the next five. Uh, Riley Riff, 33, Cincinnati. Marcus Cadden, 33 from Houston. Zach Banner, 28 from Pittsburgh. Here's one for you guys. 30 years old from Seattle, Brandon Shell. Mm. Would you sign him? 
as a swing tackle? If, if yeah, any of those guys, is, I would take any of them if they were healthy. I really would. I, right. I, we, we need some players. McDermott was terrible. I was looking at his yeah. film with the Bills game. He got He's horrible. He's, he can't tackle. play him at tackle. Not at all. He, well, he has to hide him at guard. I don't, he, are any of these guys tackles or are they guards? They're tackles. They're tackles. Okay. Yeah, they're tackles. Now, on defense, I'm going to name five names. Um Eric Goldman, 28, Chicago. Brandon Williams, 33, Baltimore. Uh, I can never pronounce his first name. Defensive tackle. Okay. Sue, defense at 35, Tampa Bay. They're trying to re-sign him to Tampa Bay. Linville Joseph, 33, Chargers. Uh, Star, Lude Lecky. I didn't know he is. Buffalo. Here's one that's interesting. 31 years old. Sheldon Richardson, but they would never sign him. I don't think the owner would sign well, him. Well, I mean, he was not around with any of these guys. So, uh, I, I mean, I, again, I, if he's healthy, I wouldn't mind having him. I wouldn't him. mind signing him either. What about yeah. you, Ray? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think he still can make plays. I think he's still an effective uh, yeah. run stopper. I don't know about getting flies, but yeah. um, you know, uh, one of the free agents uh, Tampa signed was uh, Fadakasi's brother. <laughs> maybe we should have made a maybe we should have made a run at him. I, I like I said, Joe Douglas says there's going to be players popping up that are going to yeah, get dropped from stuff. teams. So yeah. uh, I, I feel like he understands that. Right. that he, you know, did you hear Salas saying calling back and say, "Come on, on, come on down. We want you to." Beckton is just too erratic. He can't, he, nobody can. You can't trust him. We got to get to him. All right, we're gonna. Yeah, go no, it's, it's crazy because he's so young. I don't know why he's doing this to his career. I never it's, wanted it's, him when I saw his. Uh, off the <laughs> well, it was All too right. late. That was too late. <laughs> Ray Clifford, Rosh Reagan, Marty Shupak, and the Jets rewind. Check out our website. Until next time, go Jets. <laughs>